Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Doan, and today we're going to be talking about the Spartan Way. But before we jump into all of that, I thought I'd give you my usual weekly update. So, as most of you know, if you're a long-time listener, I record these podcasts on Sunday, so it's Sunday evening right now. I've just got back from my Tough Runner Cardiff Trail Half Marathon, um, so I'm aching all over, particularly my legs and my calf, so uh, they're all achy, so it was a super run today. Um, we were phenomenally lucky with the weather. It was nice and sunny throughout, um, which was really good. I think it would have probably been a little bit treacherous had it have been raining. It was definitely, uh, it was very swampy in places anyway, because uh, it was in um, a forest uh, just the other side of Cardiff from where I live. Um, so we were kind of started, we started at a place called Mountain View Ranch. Uh, very good. There's a little golf course there. Um, it looked very nice. So I should probably return to try that at some point. Um, but the course, the, the route itself was spectacular. We um, ran up said uh, mountain and had spectacular views out, out over um, the Welsh countryside. It was really, really good. Um, always good. So uh, my time this time was um, two hours, uh, 44 minutes and some odd seconds. Um, so still a little bit way to chip that down to where I wanted to be. Um, but um, a phenomenal run nonetheless. I was really excited to uh, get started this morning. Um, really excited once I'd finished as well. Um, I was feeling pretty good throughout the most of it. The the um, the, the definitely the definitely the uh, hardest bits were the um, steep uphill bits. Uh, I think there was over one thousand eight hundred feet of climb in total throughout the the uh, thirteen miles. So quite a, a steep race again, um, but really really good. Feeling really good for it. So I'm um, looking forward to getting back into my regular training routine again uh, from this week. So I'll probably try and do um, a, a short run towards the end of this week, and then do a longer run next weekend just to keep going and my intention now is to do um the half marathon distance fairly regularly now on my build up to the full marathon distance so um the good thing is though the full marathon that i have booked in um next early next year um certainly is nowhere near as steep as the half i've just done so that is good news so um, that's all I really wanted to mention was that. So hopefully you've all had great weeks as well. Hopefully you managed to enjoy the few gaps in the, in, in the rain that we've had. Um, it's been uh, uh, raining heavily here most of the week. So it was really lucky, like I said today, to get a nice dry day. So I was really thankful for that. So this week I'm going to talk about um, The Spartan Way. It's a book um, by Joe DeSena. So continuing on uh, my regular book reviews that I've been doing, trying to do once a month. Um, so I actually um, listened to this book on Audible, um, uh, found it really good. The um, guy who read it, it wasn't Joe DeSena, it was a different guy. Can't remember his name now, um, but he read it really well. Um, but I actually bought the book. Any any of the books that I listen to on Audible that I really like, I, I buy afterwards as well so that I can review them again in my own leisure. Um, and this one kind of was definitely worth um, buying afterwards. So um, if you don't like reading or you don't have time to read, I thoroughly recommend Audible. Um, that's um, how I try to get some, some in if I some knowledge learning in if I can't have the time to read. Um, so like I said, I uh, download it on Audible. Um, I try and put a link to a free trial up on the um, Facebook page so that you can sign up and have a free um, listen to a book. Um, download this book if you want. Uh, I think it was uh, you'll really learn a lot from it. So. Um, the Spartan Way. It's um, by uh, a chap called Joe DeSena, and he DeSena, and he's the creator of the Spartan races. So 
You may have heard of him if you're into running. Um, he does all the Spartan races, which are the uh, obstacle races. So they do various different lengths. I think they do 5K, 10Ks, half marathons um, with the varying number of obstacles, um, you know, um, and they're quite challenging obstacles. You've got the usual obstacles such as um, crawling under barbed wire and things like that. But then you've got the Atlas carry and things like that, which is carrying a massive concrete ball, um, as, however far it is. I've never done one, but I'm certainly going to be looking out for them next year because I really quite fancy uh, trying a couple. Um, you've got to um, climb over um, like wooden walls and things like that. So they're, they're a different take on it. And it's not just running that it's testing, it's uh, other strength exercises as well. So I think that would be quite interesting. So I'm definitely going to try and give one of those a go next year. Um, well, definitely wait until it's a bit warmer now before I try um, one of those. So if I read from the back um, what, what it's about, and just to give you an idea of the book. So um, New York Times best-selling author and creator of the Spartan race, Joe DeSena, challenges you to live the Spartan way in this ultimate guide to overcoming adversity and achieving the life you've always wanted. Determined to yank 100 million people off their couches to start living instead of being passive observers of life, Joe DeSena has one ultimate goal, to help improve everyone's physical and emotional health by teaching them the tenets of Spartan living from ancient Greece. Simple eating, smart training, mastering resilience, and an all-out commitment to achieving a goal. Like Spartan training, living the Spartan way requires endurance to reach your finish line, the goal that inspires and drives you to succeed no matter what obstacles are thrown in your path. De Senna believes you can gain that endurance in just 36 days by following the 10 Spartan core virtues, timeless principles to help you embrace adversity and overcome any challenge and making them a permanent part of your own personal core. The Spartan core values include... Self-awareness, knowing yourself, commitment, being dedicated, passion, discovering your purpose, discipline, practicing diligence, prioritization, putting your house in order, grit, pushing your limits, courage, facing your fears and your failures, optimism, look for the positives, integrity, acting with honestly, wholeness, live as a Spartan. Uh, turned his philosophy into a lifestyle and so can you with Spartan where you'll discover your true north unleash the warrior within and transform your life to 10x your maximum potential so each chapter is broken down onto one of those core principles so there's a chapter on self-awareness a chapter on commitment a chapter on passion so on so and so forth and then in each chapter there are a, a kind of interview pages from various folks that uh, dissenters interviewed which are really interesting and and um, he pulls out key quotes that he's heard along the way as well. So I, I quite like, so that's from the back of the book. I quite like um, the idea of um, what it said in there in terms of um, not being a passive observer of life. Because I think a lot of us fall into the trap of becoming passive observers of, of observers of life apologies for my uh, <laughs> speech there um so uh, yeah being passive passive observers of life i think it it can become easy to just become a passive observer and with without intentionally directing your own life you kind of this is you if you kind of blame everybody else for where you are you know you have a, a run of bad luck that gets you to a certain place and then you find it hard to get away from that serve 
certain place, you know, it, the part of what he teaches in this book is setting a direction and sticking to it no matter what and prioritizing that based on your true north because um, if you can take actions and make choices in your everyday life that follow your true north, then you'll soon get to where you want to go because all your actions and your decisions are consciously being made towards that one goal. And if you kind of, if you don't know what that end goal is, or you've kind of forgotten what your end goal is, because a lot of us, you know, when, when we were younger, we had these ideas of what we wanted to be, what we wanted to do when we got older. And then that kind of gets whittled away as we get hammered by life. Uh, you know, that kind of breaks those dreams down a little bit. But it's important to have those dreams and those goals nonetheless so that we can traverse life um, the best way we can. Because like I say, if you're not if you're not making conscious decisions and going the way you want to, you're going to be swept along by life. It's so easy to get caught up in other people's drama, create your own drama um, and get caught up just in life. And, and there's so many things that crop up, you know. The cars need MOT and they need taxing. Things go wrong. You can break down. Um, the kids um, have forgotten to do their homework. Um, the dog needs to be walked. The dog has an injury. All these different things in life can happen on a day-to-day -day basis. And if you've not got a true north in mind, it's going to be very difficult to, to kind of navigate that effectively. If you've got that key goal in mind at all times um, of the day when you're awake you can make best decisions doesn't matter what kind of life throws at you whether the whether the dog's injured or um, the car fails at MOT or, or whatever it may be you know you can make the decisions at that moment based on right what's the most effective way to get me back on track and, you know, a lot of times we forget about that and, and just go along with life, you know, and we get swept up in these little dramas and we create our own little dramas in life. And then we get caught up in our friends and family's dramas in life. And it's important not to do that, I think. So I'm going to read uh, um, a paragraph from inside the book, as I, as I do with, um, with as I've done with my other book reviews. Um, so I'm just going to read a few lines. Um, once you know what your what you want your legacy to be, You'll find it directly impacts your beliefs, your values, and most significantly, the direction you take in life. It will guide you to your true north. If your legacy is to be the greatest marathon runner in the world, you won't quit a race no matter how tired, dehydrated, or broken your body is. If your legacy is to be a great dad, you'll tell your boss, sorry, I can't work next weekend, and then you'll find a way to get the job done in eight hours instead of 15. Knowing your legacy and reflecting upon it will keep you going in the right direction. Um, so everyone's, and it continues on the next page, everyone's legacy is different. And whether you want to be an awesome parent, a great athlete, or a hugely success, successful entrepreneur, it's also important to know that your purpose in life can change. The problem, as far as I can see, is that close to 99% of people don't know what their purpose is at any stage of their lives. They just drift towards some fuzzy future goal, relying on comfortable and convenient choices to get there. If things get tough in the process, they just switch direction or cower in fear. They lack self-awareness. They don't reflect on their lives. They sweat the small stuff and blame everyone but themselves for their misery. 
The remaining 1% though have figured out their values and they know the steps they need to take to support them. They know what they want their legacy to be and they're determined to keep their eyes on the prize and follow their true north. My question to you is this, which percentage are you in now? Is it the one in which you want to live? So um, that's from chapter uh, chapter one uh, or principle one um, in the book, which is the self-awareness uh, chapter. Um, and I think it's an important question to ask yourself what he asked there at the end, which percentage are you in now? Are you in the the 99% of people who don't know what their purpose is at any stage of their life? Um, are you just are you just drifting towards life with some future fuzzy goal in mind? Do, do you have just a vague idea that you want to keep going and, and get somewhere, but you're not really sure where it is? You've not really thought about it. You're just kind of going along with everybody else's plans and ideas. Maybe some other people have set some plans up for you. Maybe your parents did or or other family members have expectations of where you want to get to and, and you're just aiming roughly for those. Or are you in that 1% where you've figured out your goals and um, what you want your legacy to be? Have you got your own true north that you're aiming for um, that's not yours because everybody's true north is completely different? Um, you know, for my true north, it's going to be completely different to yours and yours is going to be completely different to your friends. Um, and that's fine. There's nothing, nothing wrong with that at all. But if you've got that true north, then you can navigate life and work on making sure that those goals become a reality. And I think the, the part about legacy, and it mentions legacy quite a lot in the book, um, and, um, a couple of other um, kind of uh, motivational speakers that I know, um, I've been to a couple of conferences, they talk about a legacy. I know I've mentioned Jamal King a couple of times on the podcast. He's part of um, Eric Thomas's um, company. Um, they do phenomenal stuff. Um, Jamal King talks about legacy and, and leaving a great legacy for um, for the next generation. And, and I think that is important to kind of have in mind what you want to be able to leave, what you want to be able to leave behind, what you want your impact on the world to be. You know, as a property entrepreneur, maybe your legacy is to create um, a, a whole host of new homes um, for um, the next generation of students. Maybe you want to be able to provide accommodation to asylum seekers. Maybe, um, maybe it's to be able to create a business that you can hand down to your children um, so that everybody's true north is slightly different and that legacy can be shaped in different ways and there's no right or wrong legacy and if you're if but if you're thinking about it that again is can become part of your true north because as you're creating and as you're building your company and whether that's a property company or otherwise um, you can take those decisions and build those into your daily activities so that as you're like I say as you're creating and as you're developing your business you know where you're aiming for and you know that if you keep doing and making uh, uh, making decisions aligned with those uh, with that legacy and with those goals in mind um, you'll get there uh, in the long term so 
it's worth having to think about. Have you thought about it? Have you thought about your legacy? Have you thought about whether you're the 1% or whether you're the 99%? You know, it talks, the book talks about a whole host of other things. You know, it talks about thought patterns. It talks about kind of daydreaming. I think there's um, a stat in here. Um, I can't, I won't be able to find it straight away now, but uh, I can't remember which part of the book it is in. But I think it's something like 49% of people um, uh, are not. They did a, I think it was a research study and they found that 49% of people aren't thinking about the thing they're doing right now. So they kind of had an app, I think it was, they were saying. Um, and as they were doing certain activities during the day, they kind of scored their, their mood and what they were thinking at the time. And I think that's quite a startling thought that 49%, so that's almost half of, of, so you spend half of our lives essentially not thinking about the task in hand, about what we're doing at the moment. And I think, you know, that can be a dangerous thing. You know, obviously when um, you're you're on the commute home to, to and from work, your mind's going to wander a little bit. It's going to be thinking about what's for dinner tonight, um, what's, what's on TV, who's going to win X Factor, all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, there might be more stressful things in there. It might be thinking about how are we going to make the next credit card payment? How are we going to pay for the mortgage next month? Um, you might be thinking, how are you going to get your next customer? Um, you might be thinking that a whole host of stuff. When are you going to get time to take your family out for dinner again? Um, minds can wander. But if you kind of have your true north and you've got those one or two or three major goals in life, as you're as you've got that downtime, although it's not really downtime, you really ought to be concentrating. You know, uh, if you're driving specifically, uh, be concentrated on driving. Um, but obviously, if if you're on a train or a bus, you know, instead of just letting your mind wander and thinking about the shopping list or that episode of Game of Thrones last night or whatever it is you're watching. Um, you can be thinking about right, how do I take this to the next level? So if your true north is to become um, uh, an athlete, as he says here in the book, you know, are you thinking about your training? Are there tweaks you can make to your diet? Are there tweaks you can make to your um, to what you're wearing in terms of can you get a better shoe? Can you um, change um, the um, running backpack that you have? Or uh, if you're a businessman, you know, what are you doing in terms of your social media? Can you up your social media game? Can you um, do something about your customer acquisition? Are you thinking about that? And and Think about what you can do in your business or in your life to take your to take you to that next level. And I think it's really important to try and uh, remember that and, and do as little daydreaming as possible. It's something that I've been trying to do over the last couple of weeks since I've um, finished listening to to the book um, is just trying to, you know, whenever I find myself daydreaming, I bring myself back into the here and now and if it's a task that needs my full requirement you know if I'm sat at the desk and I, I've been working but I've started my mind started to drift I bring myself back and focus on the task in hand right how can I do this right now how can I make what I'm doing right now better if it's not you know if I'm sat on a train for example um, and my mind's wandered you know I bring it back to my core values and I think right what what can I do to get myself there a little bit quicker and just use that thinking time um, to benefit um, 
like my goals rather than just letting it wander and kind of having downtime. You know, we all need downtime and it's important to have downtime time, but we don't need 50% of our time to be downtime. So we really need to try and reduce that and become conscious of that where possible. Um, so that's all I really wanted to talk about today. So um, that was, um, so once again, that was The Spartan Way uh, by Joe DeSena uh, with, uh, uh, there's a, another author, a co-author as well with Jeff um, Satari. Um, I've probably butchered his surname, uh, but Joe DeSena is the main author. Um, I, re- I highly recommend that book. So um, I'll put a link up on Facebook this week um, so that you can um, download a free, if, you, if you've not had Audible before, you can download a free trial of that and download a free book. Um, you can pick it up on Amazon fairly cheaply, I think. So, um, uh, or pop into your local bookstore and pick a copy up. Hopefully, that's been helpful for you. And I shall see you next week. <laughs>